Hey everybody, this is episode 7 of Hear Us Out, a podcast that discusses everything from fashion and lifestyle to why sweet corn is superior to cream. I'm your host, Allie. I'm John Paul. And this David. Each episode, we will pick topics of things we really love, enjoy, etc., and a topic of something we think is overrated or lame. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So guys, I got a couple announcements this week. You know, we like to start off things differently every single week. You know, this is the first time we've done it, but this is how it is now. Sorry if you can hear my cat in the background. It won't shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So David has entered the dirty, dirty, filthy, dirty 30s. How's it feel being 30 now, David? It feels a lot like being 27. But not 28? No, it feels like 28 too. And 29. So not much different. Yeah, it's not much different. I, I don't, if, it, if anything, I'm like, I'm totally fine with being 30. It's a good age. It, it didn't matter much to me anyway. Yeah. But I did it. Yeah. You know, I was already losing my hairline, my charmish, boyish good looks. So it was just more of the same. I hear that. Yeah, same here. Totally. I started losing that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got those, those recessive genes, man. You know it. <laughs> But Allie, still a thick head of hair. There you go. My hair is... Oh, what? Yeah, man. How old are you? 25? I'll be 26th of August. Yeah. 26th of August. Sorry if I made you share uh, sensitive information on our podcast. Oh, it's okay. At least you're not as old as us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting up there. Thank you. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. And that's it. That's all the announcements, guys. Right on. Yeah. Oh, so John, I, John moved. Yeah, I was just about to talk about that, actually. I'm so glad you asked. Um, so <laughs> I, I moved to North Carolina, the queen city of North Carolina, the Tar Heel State, if you've heard of it. Yes. Yeah, it's really stupid. Uh, the <laughs> itself is really cool so far. We'll see. I've only talked to my friends at the McDonald's. Or, yeah, McDonald's too, but uh, uh, Walmart, you call it, back in the, the West Coast. Um, but that's not why I wanted to talk about this. David, uh, Allie and I, before I left, because we used to live two hours away from each other, we decided that for once we were going to meet up and have dinner. <laughs> and literally the day before I left, packed up the Penske truck and got the hell out of Dodge. Uh, we, we finally met up and what was it, Allie? Cape, Cape Fair? Fair. Yeah, yeah, Cape Fair, Missouri. Uh, this little, you know, dinky lake town. And my wife, Jess, didn't want to sit down at a restaurant because of the COVID. You've heard of this? And, yeah, uh, so, Yeah, yeah, you're in Seattle. You, you guys got it first. Um, and uh, so we got we got stuff to take out. And I figured, like, oh, it's a little lake town. Of course, there's going to be picnics everywhere. It's going to be wriggled <laughs> picnic tables, right? And uh, it wasn't so. Uh, right. So in my confidence, we kept driving towards town, kept driving out of town. And then I was, I told Jess, like, you know what, fuck it, just pull over at this post office and we'll have a picnic there. So we pull into the post office and, uh, and we go, you know, ass to ass with our trucks, you know, pop open the lift gates and we just have ourselves a grand old picnic sitting on the concrete of the post office parking lot. And I think like very much like in the beginning, we were kind of being awkward. And uh, and we stop and we're like, you know what? It seems like some shit that David would do. What? 
have a picnic in a post office parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> but it seems like you would come up with that idea. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, why not? <laughs> Let's eat food. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. It's all it's all ground anyway. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, just, I definitely wouldn't have a problem, that's for sure. <laughs> if anything, it makes sense because we paid for that post office. So what I'm saying is that you're there in spirit, David. Thank you very much. I'm you glad are. I was there in spirit. I, <laughs> I would like to be there in for realsies. Uh, you will be. Hope I mean without us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm a tar healer now, guys. Uh, I'm in the south. I'm wearing I'm wearing boots, man. I'm eating what are the southerns? I'm eating collard greens. I'm eating grits. You know how it is. I like collard greens. Never had them. Really? They're not that bad. It's just kind of like spinach, except they taste better. Like you know, the spinach in a can. Yeah, that's good because I hate spinach in a can. Oh, okay. Well, you might not like. <laughs> yeah, which leads me to my first thing I don't like this week: spinach in a can. Just kidding. I'm it's so mushy. It's mushy. mushy. It's like, people, I always make fun of people for saying, "Oh, it's a texture thing," but for me, that is the ultimate texture thing. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember one, one time David uh, David's friends invited us over to like have breakfast at his house. We had just driven driven twenty four hours to El Paso from Kentucky, and um, and this kid we were visiting, his older like army brother, like <laughs> uh, made us some grits, and I was just like uh, 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 trying to fight my <laughs> yeah. way through these grits until he was like, you know, man, you don't. You don't have to eat them if you don't want to. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, it's okay. <laughs> thank you, thank you for your service, but I can't do this one. <laughs> no. So, guys, guess what? You'll never believe what happened. What? We got listener mail. Woo, man! We're getting famous. Man, we're getting so famous, man. People have been reaching out to us three times. Three emails we got. Three emails? Hey, oh, that was just one. That's a 300% improvement. It is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to read the first one to you. Do you guys think we should read them once per episode? Because we're never getting any more after this. Or should I just read them all now? Just read them all now. It's okay. All right. So in, in the interest of protecting the identities of our listeners, uh, unless you explicitly tell us to uh, mention your name, I'm not going to mention the name of whoever sent this. Just, just to be nice, okay? That works. All right. Okay. Hey, when you, but make sure you let me know who it was and edit that out. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll let you know who it is, and, and I'll just make sure to cut that out. Fair? <laughs> okay. Okay, so here's the first email. It's, it's called Haunted Houses. Hey, Allie, it's your mom. <laughs> <laughs> None of my haunted houses were terrifying. Okay, maybe the one at the Marine House in Zambia, where I had way less oversight on the design and scariness. But I strove to make my haunted houses creepy. A tiny bit scary for older kids, but never nightmare-inducing. Smiley face with sunglasses. Love. Allie's mom. <laughs> oh, wow, that's, that's, that's sweet. That is sweet. That is sweet. A teenager's like, no way. Stop. Get out of my room. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't drive all the way up to the school. <laughs> Let me just say, thank you, mother. Uh, 
Her haunted houses were creepier than she thought, so that's all, that's all I'm saying about that. <laughs> yeah, judging from your uh, your choosing haunted houses as your thing you don't like, she probably has a higher tolerance than you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wish I could have gone. <laughs> all right, here's this next email. I'm also going to leave this one out. Hey, Ali, it's your mom. Aside from your smoking trip, oh, wait. No, David, this is to us. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, David and John Paul, it's, it's your sister. By the way, it doesn't actually say that at the beginning. <laughs> but it does say love your mom at the end of the first one. And this one ends with love your sister. So we would have okay. found out anyway. Aside from your smoking trip to London, we also left Heathrow on your way back, got a hotel room, and then went to a Mongolian bar near, near Paddington Station to hang out with my friend named X- oh, Sari. Who cares? Uh, we were supposed to have longer in London, but the computer system at the airport in Lusaka went down and they had uh, to do everything manually. So that put us like five hours or so behind schedule. Love, your sister. You know, I did forget that we did spend all that time besides just migrating just to have a cigarette. Did you actually forget that? Like, I guess I didn't forget it. I just, it just didn't come to mind when we were talking about it. See, for me, it did come to mind. I just didn't want to bore anybody listening with like, you know, like all the times we, you know, went to the London airport. Although we should have talked about this one instead of the time where we just immigrated to have a cigarette. Yeah, you're this right. One was, this one was much more interesting. Yeah, way more interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I was 18 and Dave was uh, probably 16 or 17 at the time. No, I was, uh, I think I, I think I was 18. Yeah, I think you were 19, John. Was I 19? Yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah. yeah, I remember I could, I could, I could drink in London. Right, because you thought to be 18, I'm a dork. Excuse me. <laughs> so there we are at a Mongolian bar in London. Uh, we only have 12 hours to spend. And so we're just drinking actual pints, pints of ale, you know, in, in London. It's called London's Best because we were, we were foreigners. And their, their <laughs> friends were like, oh, here's London's Best beer. I'm like, okay. It's, it's got the name right on it. You got to start yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And it was a... Great normal time, and we were really excited because you can't, you know, obviously can't drink under the age twenty one in America. Um, but but then David and I got too drunk, and then we went back to the uh, or whatever. And uh, David tried to rip the uh, the mirror off the wall at the hotel room. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't remember it. Oh, I remember being like really angry. <laughs> yeah. and like and you i remember you telling me that afterwards and like oh i shouldn't i don't know why i was trying to rip it off the wall just because we we're kids and we had too much uh of london's finest or best yes. whatever. <laughs> but uh, it was it was a good time great uh needless to say we didn't feel too good at the airport next day no now i remember standing in line and i was still a little drunk and you're like dude stop looking so drunk <laughs> Like we're in yeah, line to get on the airplane. I remember you saying some very non-airport appropriate things. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It was a good time. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, and here's that final email you guys have been waiting for. This one, uh, name redacted, says, Allie, it's your mom. <laughs> you, you have been on a really long ferry ride from the North Island to the South Island in New Zealand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, I have. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Um, 
on that note, let me just say thank you, Mom, for yeah. uh, supporting us so much. Thank you very much, sister. <laughs> I, I would say your I name, actually, but... <laughs> yeah, na- name redacted. I love you very much, and thank you for caring enough to send us an email. Yes. Tell us what you think. Let me Go tell ahead. all you other listeners out there. See, we'll read your emails aloud on our podcast. Go ahead and send them in. Yeah, no matter who it's from or what they say. And what is that email address? That's going to be podcasthearusout at gmail.com. We take it religiously because we want input from uh, all of our lovely listeners. That's right. And that's the end of the segment. Letters from Allie's mom. (laughs) (laughs) that's good (laughs) well all right guys you know as we do every other week we uh, talk about things we like and this week i got something i like what is it oh yeah i'm so glad i'm I'm so glad you asked david it (laughs) is made up family traditions and I'll give you some examples, right? You have the the basic ones, you know, the but the basic ones, but the ones you remember, like uh, D- David and I always got to open one present on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and that was a fun one. Uh, me personally, I have I'm a I'm a stepfather, I suppose, um, by law, I guess. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I have something called Hot Shot Day, which is a way to not make things awkward on Father's Day, and. Like Hot Shot Day is basically a what I think is a cooler Father's Day that happens a week before Father's Day, and so we go out and you know watch a baseball game, you know do some paintball. We haven't done that yet, but you know maybe next year. <laughs> um, and we just do basically whatever I want, and I'll just get real bossy with it, and everybody has a great time, right? Because we finally <laughs> got out and did something. And um, and I just got done with a, another tradition that I personally have, uh, which is every time that I move to a new place, no matter even if it's you know, just across town, I always get a 12 pack of Corona and a Domino's pizza. So like it can be even as something little and stupid as that, but it's just kind of a symbol of, uh, you know, it's like just something you do every time you do something interesting, either at this time of the year or during this phase of your life, just to kind of herald in that uh, new phase. And I don't know, it's just something I really like. Do you guys have anything like that? That's pretty cool. You said, uh, you get a 12 pack whenever you move to a new place and a Domino's pizza. I think like uh, every new place I move into, I almost always buy a 40 for some reason. And I do not drink forties by the way, like never, <laughs> unless I'm moving to a new place. I'm like, man, it's called for 40. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, I rarely drink Corona except for when I knew move into a new place. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just, I did it the first time. After you know, after I moved into a place after twenty one, I was, and then I just kept doing it for some reason. Became a tradition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but forty. What kind of forty? Anything? Uh, you know, it's been so long since I've done it. I didn't. I didn't do it when I moved to Seattle. But no, I, I can't remember which kind of forty I normally get. I think it doesn't matter. When you moved to Seattle, you probably had a growler of craft beer instead. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I went down to the local uh, brewery, and they were having a outdoor seating. Uh, tasting events. <laughs> yeah. Man, I had a couple of tapas. I had a, a growler, <laughs> favorite brown owl. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> funny. I'm not even joking. There is one just right down the street. You can do that. Oh, yeah. I totally believe you. Mm-hmm. Now, what about time. you, Allie? Do you have any made-up traditions? Well, <clears throat> well, Megan, Megan just turned 21, right, on Tuesday. 
Happy birthday, Megan. Happy birthday, Megan. Happy. Um, happy. But uh, what we do, I, I insisted that we did fireball shots because I feel like that's a birth, 21st birthday tradition. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel, feel like, like, I feel like, I feel like that's that true. Up. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. We kind of made that up, but I mean, I felt necessary. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're going to have to start having kids so we have more people to turn 21. I know. Yeah, we're out. Yeah, yeah that's it. Def- definitely out of kids. We're out, we're out <laughs> until uh, your girl's turn 21. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't yeah. know if they want to hang out with old ass dudes. Like, yeah, like, oh, we're going to be, we're gonna be fireball shot. Yeah, we'll be so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we'll still be ready to go, man. I mean, uh, Laura is 15. That's not too far away. Six That's years. Not too Six years. Yeah, yeah, six years. We're to, like I'm gonna have. I'm gonna still be taking fireball shots when I'm when oh, I'm yeah. twenty. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I like that. I, I I didn't know about fireball when I turned twenty one, or else I would have done it. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure I had fireball when I turned twenty one, but I had so many things when I turned twenty one. So I'm, I probably had everything. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I don't think on my actual, like, the night I turned 21, I had Fireball. I had a lot of Jaeger. Um, but the night after, when we came here, I had way too much Fireball. <clears throat> yeah. You had to do it. Do you not remember that gallon jug of Jaeger, David? Oh, God, yeah. I was like, what did, I was like, what did she do her 21st? She was totally in our apartment. Like, we went, yeah. we, that was, like, one of the best parties we ever threw. Yeah, we threw we just we just threw it together. We just invited a bunch of people, and they all just came over. And I mean, David just got off work, and he kicked a hole in our our wall, and he wasn't even that, drunk yet. That was when I was sober. I didn't even have to drink it. Yeah. I just slipped on the stairs. Yeah, and then, I mean, there, there were tons of people, dude. And yeah, uh, I wasn't even I wasn't twenty one till midnight, and we just got like hammered at our apartment. And then we decided it was a great idea to walk to the bar. Yeah, yeah, Ned's. And then I ran away and almost got arrested. <laughs> yup. Good times. Yep. Great times. <laughs> my my 21 year old, uh, my 21, Jesus Christ, my 21st birthday was uh, uh, with, going with my brand, depressing. Because <laughs> I, just, I just moved across the country to go to college. And then, um, it would, and then I joined a dance troupe there. And, um, and some other girl had the exact same birthday like oh. as me she turned 21 and uh yeah so the dance troupe invited me out the new kid and uh and I, like i was ordering drinks because it was my 21st birthday and uh and everybody was going around saying what their for what their birthday was and like i was like waiting for <laughs> oh, no no i was like do i lie i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and uh it got to me and i was like today <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're they're really they're really cool about it, though. They they took me out a couple days after after we got done celebrating her birthday. That's but, good. Um, that's good. But I just didn't know anybody. Yeah, and it's kind of weird, like being invited on like new people. It's like, oh, it's my birthday, and you're like, shit, I shouldn't say mine, should I? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like uh, proposing to somebody at a wedding. It's like, how dare you? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, traditions are cool. Like, yeah, I, feel like- I, I agree. I feel like we have like a Thanksgiving tradition where we all meet up at Nene's place and we eat lots of food and we play a bunch of 
lawn games and board games. Those three are a must every single time. I agree. Especially board games. Yeah. Yes. And, it's, and it's every Thanksgiving. It's like we all know that that's what's going to happen. So we're just like, as soon as the, it, the conversation dulls down, we're like, all right, bring up the board games. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's our yeah. holiday. It it's is. Like, that's the one time a year we all get together. So. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's another one. That's a good one. I always want to make more uh, fake traditions, but um, but I but I, I try to make it like happen organically. Just try to like subliminally, subliminally like trick people into making one because I don't want to say like, oh guys, we should do this every year. Yeah. yeah. No? But uh, but yeah, I don't I don't want it to be forced. It has to be organic. But that's very difficult to do. Dude, I I do love traditions. I actually just thought of another one. I have um, every year on Denise and I's anniversary. <clears throat> we go to um, the Tulsa State Fair, and we buy one of those jumbo corn dogs. We put a candle in it for like the year, how long we've been together. Oh, right, oh, on. that's awesome. That is I love fun. that. We light it. It's getting very difficult, though. <laughs> <laughs> how many years have you been together? This year would be five. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, not too many years from now, you're gonna run out of hot dog, dude. Yeah, I think we're just now we're just doing like a one candle that says <laughs> five on it. You know. Oh, oh, you could put them okay. in the side of the corn dog. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. It's not as easy. It's not as easy as it sounds. Oh, really? It's really not because the corn dog's so fucking hot. Oh, like it's really hard. Actually, the batter is actually very hard to penetrate with a candle, and then it gets okay. all melted, and it just uh, it's a mess. Okay, but okay. We do, it, we do it every year, so. <laughs> well, you guys seem like you're, you have a very solid relationship, which is yeah. <laughs> going to be. Bad news for the Tulsa County Fair, Tulsa State Fair. Well, who cares? Um, yeah. Because like when you come, you come back on your walkers, your stretcher, not stretchers. I'm sorry, walkers and canes, <laughs> and it's like we're celebrating our 50th anniversary. And then you get you get corn dog, and then by that time you gave up on the number ones, and you're just like, dun, 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 dun. and it looks like a like a like a flaming sword of doom. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and then you burn down. Um, that oiler statue. Yeah, the oiler. Yeah. Oiler man. Yeah. I forget <laughs> what it's how, is, but... And that's how I ended up in prison. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, damn, honey. That's <laughs> a good story. At least you both go to the same prison. Yeah, but I probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, definitely not. It's like, no, let's separate them. Yeah. Maybe your story will be so sweet that they will change the rules for you. There we go. Let's die together in prison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll be on death row, and they say, "Well, what do you want Why for you?" Death row. Because you burned down the Euler statue. Anyway, you'll, be on, <laughs> you'll be on death row, and you, they'll say, "What's what's your final meal?" And you'll say, "One corn dog." <laughs> <laughs> one, one long corn dog, please. I imagine Denise, like, if Denise was ever in prison, she'd be like that old guy from Shawshank Redemption where she'd have a bunch of animals in her jacket all the time, <laughs> taking care of them. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't really like going to the beach. Like, beaches. They're the... And I had trouble with this one because I don't know if I should go with it because it's like, I guess it's like half and half for me. I don't like going to the actual sand part of the beach. It, I hate walking in it. It's really hard to walk in. And then like what you do on the beach is like just like sit in a chair and look at the ocean. 
or like you know stare at other people which kind of bothers me on the beach too um but i just find find that part really really boring and like getting out of the hotel and like walking down with all your stuff and like just getting to the beach and putting the like you could do all this work to put the blanket out and your chair and get under an umbrella which you have to pay for nowadays by the way under umbrella and then you like get down and you sit and you then you just sit there and stare <laughs> and you're like wow it's like i'm i'm paying 20 dollars an hour for this umbrella <laughs> and so that part is like so boring for me i was like why, why are you even here and most of the time the people you go with they don't really want to get in the water at least that's been my experience they don't really want to get in the water too too far you know what i mean or they just want to get their feet wet and they're like oh no no it's like the waves will hit us but like i'd be i'd love it so much more if like okay apparently i just need to go with a group of all men that aren't interested in picking up any women and um we have a football we like don't even have a blanket because we'll play football the whole time or we're gonna go into the ocean and get like knocked down by waves and we're all gonna laugh once we like hit the bottom of the ocean floor and like you know, we're actually here, like, oh man, I'm all scraped up, and all of us laugh together. If there, I go with a guy, group of guys like that, it would be a blast. But it's rarely, rarely like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I believe that Ali is going to say what I'm about to say. So, <laughs> did, did that sound bad? <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds like you're going to die, David. Don't ever yeah. go with that group of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> you guys ever like, been knocked down by a wave? Dude, okay, this is why I don't... <laughs> Denise loves the beach. She loves it. She loves sitting on the beach. She loves getting in the water. I, for one, hate... I effing hate sand. I cannot stand sand. It's not fun to walk on. It's not. It gets in your drawers. <laughs> it's like, gets ev- it gets everywhere. It's not a good time. Even like when you're wearing flip-flops, somehow you have a flip-flop full of sand, which is not even physically possible. And then like <laughs> the sea, the ocean... She will take everything from you. I remember I was super sick the last the last time we went to a beach, and uh, I'm in the water, and this wave hits me and knocks my sunglasses off, and I didn't come, I didn't resurface for like six minutes. I swear to God. <laughs> Jesus. So, I'm not a strong swimmer. The ocean scares me. It will kill me. Did you go to the beach in New Zealand? No, dude. Well, I'm in a little bit, but Wellington's so cold. Like, yeah, it's not really well, like. The, the reason I ask is because it sounds like your beaches are really fucking gnarly. <laughs> the ones I went to, I wasn't afraid of my life. I don't know, man. I just, maybe it's just like as I'm getting older, I'm like, Ugh. but uh, I went to the beach in um, Los Angeles and uh, the wave, it just like, just one gnarly wave, wave almost killed me. But my, my equilibrium is all fucked up too. So that could have been it. Yeah, maybe. But I'm just not about the beach. I'm not. Or let's swim in a lake. Uh, yeah, I'd much rather go to a lake as well because a there's mountains around, or most of the time, or forest, or something else other than do than just sit. Yeah, and people. And, and, oh, if you go to a lake, people don't want to just sit on the dirt; they want to do something, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and also jellyfish. Yeah, I've I've never been to a jellyfish beach, but I, that would scare me. Yeah, yeah, dude. Ugh. I feel I, I agree with you, David. I don't really like sitting on the beach and lounging around. I've never been in a place where you have to pay by the hour for an umbrella. That seems ridiculous. Yeah, um, I only did it one time and it's because it was actually really, really hot and we we're so tired. And we we're like, oh, I just want to sit under some shade. 
and relax and maybe like pass out for 30 minutes. Uh, so it was highway robbery. It was, yeah. They forced us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess I would have paid for that too. But, um, but yeah, the whole idea of like sitting on a beach and sometimes it's all right. You know, like Jess and I went to a uh, beach and, uh, and we did a little bit of that and it was relaxing. I was reading Game of Thrones, the first book at the time, thinking I was going to read all five. And then I read the first one. And I was like, why did I bring this to Mexico? <laughs> and, um, but, uh, but yeah, it was all right. But like, but going to the beach for me, like, it's like going up to the beach and I get to the water and I look out over the ocean and I'm like, oh, because I want, like, as if I'm going to the beach to go out onto the ocean, do some like snorkeling or like parasailing or anything cool, then that's fine. But like, but if we're just now hanging out on the beach and you expect me to take my shirt off so I can play sand volleyball, I'm not into that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but it sounds like David, you are, and that whole like thing, like you going to the beach with a bunch of dudes, all single or not all single, like all not looking for ladies. Maybe some of you are single, right? Because it sounds a lot like, I think it was more like one of those top gun eighties movies. It's just like, sexy dudes throwing footballs on the beach and then like they catch one like they die for it and then they they fall on a like next to a blanket with uh some hot hat ladies on it no no <laughs> like you can't sorry <laughs> not next to ladies that's the whole point it's like we're not trying to do that <laughs> and when we do we're like sorry and then kick sand in their faces and go on <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that, that that that's how you tell women you like them oh okay yeah like he does it because he likes you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I put like a starfish on their head when they're not looking. I'm like, <laughs> and I run away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <definitely>. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not a super beachy guy either. I'll tell you what, though, if it was like the craggy beaches of Maine, then I'd be into it. Like, but it has to be, I don't know. Uh, if if there aren't any interesting birds to look at, then I'm also not not down to hang out on the beach. Yeah. Well, we're, all right. So now we all three have to go to a beach. How do we make for the best be- beach vacation? Best for us. Mm. Okay. Well, we go to the coastline, aka beach, and we don't even bring a picnic blanket or chairs. We immediately charter a boat into the middle of the ocean and go fishing, or we get rent jet skis and go on the water. <laughs> you know. Yeah, see, that sounds awesome to me, but you avoided the beach, David. We have to stay on the beach. Oh, okay. Well, Bonfire. Yeah, yeah there we that's go. a good fucking point. If it was like a 90s movie bonfire, I only speak in movies, apparently. But if it was like, <laughs> like the bonfire's going and everybody's like playing Moby on their boombox, well, I'd be into that. <laughs> or yeah, whatever, I, you know. I'd do a bonfire, <laughs> but, you know, only at night. What, what would you do during the day? Uh, you pull, yeah, you have like a bar cart, like a drink cart, you know, and, uh, but on the cart, instead of, uh, beer bongs or whatever you do at the beach, it's a full game of risk, you know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're just, (laughs) then you're just like, you know, playing for the world with the ocean in the backgrounds. It's the, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, definitely. You know, another problem I think I have at the beach is like the nightlife. I don't really like the nightlife either. I've never taken part. I'm not sure. I have. And you're so tired from being up all day in the sun on the beach um, that you're like really dragging like at night. And you're like, oh, I just want to kind of want to go to sleep. But then all, everybody else is like, no, we got to hang out because we're on vacation. 
And so you do, and you're just like kind of sitting there and like, I guess it's fun to people watch, but I, I, I'm always like so tired. I don't even want to do anything. That's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. Sounds like you're going to some spring breaky kind of beaches. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely went to a lot of spring break beaches and, you know, and it's pro- a problem I probably had was the people I went with, like multiple trips that I've gone on, the people kind of suck. So I had some pretty bad times with the people I was with. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we'll do it sometime. We'll revitalize yeah. beaches to be continued. Sounds good. <laughs> but I really don't think I'm going to like it. Sorry. No, me neither, man. <laughs> cool. Put that on the back burner. So, Allie. What up? What's something that you like? Tell us. Okay. Um, so, something that I like is uh, Bruce Willis movies. But I'm going to get oddly specific here and say oh. Armageddon. And I almost feel like I talked about this before, but maybe I didn't. No way. Um, I don't remember this. Okay, well, yeah, definitely Bruce Willis movies, but specifically Armageddon. You like Armageddon? Um, I love Armageddon. I, okay. I like Armageddon, too. Well, first... Like, it's, what, got, what it's got a killer cast. It's a, it's, not, it's Josh Hartnett, Allie. Come on. Steve, that's not Josh Hartnett. That's Ben Affleck. <laughs> yep. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, that chick from Lord of the Rings, Liv Tyler. Yeah, Liv Tyler. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. He's got, oh, John Coffey from Green Mile. I was just about to say that shit. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, nice. I beat you. <laughs> All right, but like, we, we didn't really hear you, Allie. Tell us about your love for Armageddon. And and Bruce Willis. I just, love, I, I just love it. Bruce Willis is just like, I don't know why. I don't know what it is about him. But I can watch anything he's in. The Sixth uh Great movie. You know, like, uh, Bruce Willis's character in um, Pulp Fiction? Mm-hmm. That's good. Just sticks with you. He just, he's just a great Armageddon is just one of the best movies of our time. <laughs> um, Great to David, say this now. Oh, sorry, I'm realizing I probably haven't seen as many as I think I have. I'm not gonna okay. I think I've only seen I've only hard movie um, uh, Ar- Armageddon, and then I've seen Armageddon. The okay, Sense. Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction, Six that Sense. He, yeah, uh, the kid. I think that's what it's called. Unbreakable. I don't know that one. Yeah, I don't know that one either. Yeah, it may Unbreakable. Not, it, may not, it may not be a Bruce Willis movie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't Google that one, people. <laughs> yes, but essentially what I'm trying to say is I love Armageddon. Uh, sounds like you like Bruce Willis. I think I do. I just Maybe I'm not as well-versed as I thought I was. I don't think you have to be well-versed. Really, all you have to see is one Bruce Willis movie to realize that he should be everyone's dad. I agree. And you, you only need to see one to realize what he's going to act like in every one of his other movies. Yeah, once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah, he's like Nicolas Cage in that way. You, you only have to see The National Treasure and you've seen every movie he's ever done. I feel like I was trying to think of vast, vastly different in like Armageddon than he is in like The Sixth Sense. It's quieter in six. Yeah, he's just quieter. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> it's not like. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's 
he's just no he's sadder you know what i mean <laughs> yeah he's more That's sad but he's still it. the same exact person <laughs> all right all right you're right <laughs> i would i would go as far as to say as bruce willis in pulp fiction is bruce willis in armageddon after he had a kid and kind of settled down a little bit yeah yeah, yeah he was like uh, He's like, all right, I can't, this boxing life is not sustainable anymore. I got to settle down and find a real job. Uh, I have a background in, in oil. And so I'll just join a offshore oiling thing. What the hell do you call this? Oil rig? Oh, oil rig, thank you. That's so dumb with me. I suck. <laughs> An oil dealio. I'll learn it at the interview, whatever. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so he does that, has a kid, and then... And then, you know, Josh Hartnett comes and steals her away. Josh Hartnett, yeah. <laughs> Same thing. It should have been Josh Hartnett. I think, so. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Pearl Harbor. Wasn't that directed by the same guy? Is it? It might be. I have no idea. I'm going to believe anything you say. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Maybe, maybe. I think it was Titanic. That, Titanic no. was, uh, wasn't it James, James Cameron? James Cameron? Yeah. Did James Cameron direct Armageddon? No, no, it was the other guy, Michael Bay, Transformers Michael, guy. He directed Armageddon? Yeah, yeah, he did. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Okay, now I got to look it up so I don't look like I told be a little educated. Yeah, Google break. Who directed I, I guarantee you none of our listeners um, know who directed Michael Bay. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I don't know why I did, to but I totally knew Michael Bay did it. And then let's see Pearl Harbor. Who directed? I know who did the soundtrack for Pearl Harbor. It's Michael Bay. It was Michael Bay. Oh. <laughs> what happened nice. to Michael Bay? Oh man. Okay. That's crazy. What happened to Michael Bay where he turned out all these solid what early 2000s movies and um and then went on to like just boner movies for the rest of his career. Yeah, like Transformers. That's the only one I could think of right now. But they're all kind of the same. I'm not going to lie. I really loved Armageddon when I was a kid. You know, you're a kid. You're like, oh, cool. Big, big old asteroid. And they had those crazy spaceship, spaceship effects, you know, back then. And then, like, I watched it again as a teenager. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. It's pretty good. Then I watched it again as, like, an adult, like, I don't know, 27. And um, I was, like, paying attention. It is so cheesy. And, like, it's like, what are you doing? And then I watched Transformers. And Michael Bay always does the same thing. And, like, all his movies. Like, he really needs to get, like, the everybody involved. So it'll go through, like, like everything's exploding. Exploding. Like, oh, God, we got to do this. And then it'll, like, go to, a, like, a totally different place with, like, a little kid that's, like, crying because he dropped his ice cream. But, like, he doesn't even know the meteor's <laughs> coming down. He's like, <laughs> and they do the same thing in Transformers when the robots are fighting and they're like, and, you know, ro robot noises. And then it'll go to like a scene where it's like humanity. <laughs> they need to win this fight because of this. And it's like another little kid crying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. He dropped his ice cream again. It's the same kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny though. I mean, like, it, I mean, I get it. Like, it's going from macro to micro. Like, tell, yeah. like show them the scale of what they're fighting for, like you said. But, uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it sounds cheesy as hell. Yeah, definitely. I, I yeah. haven't seen Armageddon in, in a long time, um, but I, I kind of really want to now. <laughs> I've, been, I've been watching Twister in like 20-minute increments right before I go to sleep, and uh, I'll probably do the same thing with Armageddon next. 
that. I watched Twister not too long ago, actually. Um, I didn't realize what a what an asshole that guy was being. <laughs> like, yeah, like just destroying his uh, fiance's life. Yeah, but don't worry, they they make her uh, not care that much, or not even make it that big a deal. Yeah, it's like she just magically is like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I guess it's not gonna work out. You know, the way that pla- the way that pans out is like, have you ever broken up with somebody? But before you do, you run through it in your head and you just like go through every single step of what you're gonna say and how they're gonna react. And in your head, it turns out to be the, like this total rational conversation where you both come into an agreement and nobody gets emotional about it. Yeah, it seems like the dude who wrote that had that in mind. <laughs> like it would, it would be, just be totally fine. They would to- they would get it, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but that's not how fucking life works. No and, uh, <laughs> and if I would, if I was that fiance, I would be uh, Carrie Underwooding that guy's uh, twister chasing truck for sure. That's exactly what I was thinking. Wasn't that her truck? I thought it was her truck, not even his. And remember, she what? leaves, and they just let him. She just lets him have it while he leaves her on the side of the fucking road. I don't know. Maybe it's not her truck, but I feel like it was. Maybe I just, I don't know. Maybe I made that up in my mind, but I feel like it was hers. But anyways, even if it wasn't, she would definitely be poking holes in that tire and the tires oh. and just destroying it. Dude, I would. Yeah. It's like, Me too. screw you. <laughs> we came out here to have, have the divorce paper signed and you just leave me on the side of the road, steal my truck, get back with your old girl. And uh, I guess I'm just stuck in Kansas. Thanks a lot. Yeah. I'll just find my own way back home. Yeah. Don't worry about me. Yeah. Ridiculous. Harbing is cool, though. Yeah, yeah. That movie's <laughs> really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, guys. Uh, you know what literally grinds my gears? You'll get this joke later. What does? What? I'm so glad you guys asked. Um, so... A little, a little, little fact about me is uh, my profession is mainly uh, writing about cars, right? You guys know this, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because we talk, but you know the people listening don't. Uh, anyway, so I I write about cars, but in, in a very uh, sales pitchy kind of way. Like I don't understand cars. I, I just I just know what what is in the inside of them. You know, like in the cabin. But anyway. So the thing I don't like is getting stuck into conversations with car guys. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have had any experience with this. And even if you're, even if you don't write about cars, like I got stuck into a few of these conversations, like before that even, but, um, but like the worst thing in the world to me. And uh, this, I mean, this can be ap- applicable towards like sports guys, um, any sort of dude who's a supposed expert in their interest and they just like want to show off what they know. Um, but specifically car guys, like the worst thing in the world is getting stuck to stuck with some dude that you barely know next to their truck or a uh, vehicle that they care too much about. And then you're like, Oh, that's, uh, I like, I like the car or something, or like usually they'll <laughs> talk about it by themselves. And they're like, like, Oh man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just got it the other day. It's fucking, um, and then they just start naming shit that's on the car. Like, oh man, I got that, that three inch factory lift. I got, you know, like sun tinted windows. So I got, you know, like 20 inch machine alloy wheels, you know, and I'm just like, oh, cool. Yeah. That's, that's really neat. 
and like <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And like the worst part is when they start like when they get really technical. Like I don't want to know about the bore and torque of your car because I don't know what the fuck any of that means, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like they'll start talking about stuff like, "Oh man, I was I was running my truck the other day and like." My transmission blew out of my radiators, radiator's ass, and now my V8 down to V5. <laughs> and, uh, I just it still gets shot, but you know, it, it, like it's a labor of love. It's like I, I don't know what you're talking about, and it's like they they don't they don't care that you don't know what they're talking about because they just want to like hear themselves say all this. Yeah, yeah. It's it's ridiculous, and and not infuriating it just like kind of makes me feel like a lesser person for not knowing as much about their car as they do yeah yeah, absolutely yeah (laughs) if they want to talk about like their leatherette trend interior with uh the 8.5 inch touchscreen i'm all about that because that's my fucking job but just because i write about cars doesn't mean i know shit about it yeah it's like going up (laughs) yeah it's like going up to a grocery store employee and they're like they're like stocking i don't know like green beans on the shelf and you go up to them and they're like, Oh man, what you got in there, bro? You got the, got those Idaho green beans, man. Uh, those picks, you got the seeds in <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't fucking know. I'm just stocking the green beans. Stop bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about though. It's like someone just loves what they do. So they're, they don't even care what you say or even no shit. They're just like, Oh, well that doesn't matter. Cause I can talk about it all day. Yeah. Yeah. I- yeah. As someone who works in like a hyper masculine field, I know a lot of those car guys, and I uh, could give less of a shit about cars um, if it runs and it's efficient. I'm happy, you know. And uh, I, f- I totally feel that. Like car guys, I don't know what it is about them. You'd be like, "Oh man, my tires are low," and then you're right. They'll be like, "Oh man, the torque on my car." Ah! <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> the torch. I, I don't know and I don't care. Like, it gets me there, dude. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, man, I got a V8 hypo turbo snooper dick. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, oh. Cool. Yeah, I also don't know anything about that. And I, I really have no interest to have those conversations. One time I, I met a coworker's husband, and he was kind of an awkward guy. And we were watching a rodeo. It was weird. But, um, and he's all like, and I was like, oh, are you a so-and-so's husband? And he's like, yeah, 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 definitely. He's like, hey, man. Like, immediately, right after I introduced myself, he's like, hey, man, you like cars? And I'm like, uh. I was like, yeah. He's trying to be nice. And he's like, <laughs> goes me his phone. Like, what do you think about this? And I was like, oh, it's cool. It's really yellow. Because <laughs> it was really yellow. But I said really yellow, and immediately he looked at me like, oh, oh this is not my type of guy. <laughs> See, oh, yeah. And that's fine. That's fine, because what were you going to say? No, I hate cars. You know, exactly. Like, and somebody, like, you can't say, like, hey, little boy, do you like ice cream? And they say, yeah. And they're like, how do you make yours? With rock salt or not? Nah? <laughs> 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 rock salt or not, nah, bro? <laughs> it's like... I, th- I think these car guys should be issued uh, identification cards where they they'll have their cards and hold it up to their face so you can ident- you know like cross compare mm-hmm. and they'll say, hey, uh, "Hey man, have you heard what they've been doing with the the new uh, F one fifty for twenty twenty one?" And the, if the other guy also hold, holds up his card and he says yes, 
then the conversation can happen, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, like, don't torture people with, like, it's as if they spent all this time learning this information and then they panic at the end of it because they don't know. So, like, oh, shit, what, what, what am I going to do with all this? Nobody will understand. And so they just, like, throw it at unsuspecting souls, like, un- like unwittingly. Like, it's, it's not fair, I tell you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I don't and we all can change the oil and we can change a tire and we'll, we'll take care of our car. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but all that other stuff, like I'm not a mechanic and I don't even want to be one. So, and I don't know anything about it. So I just want to have long conversations, but I, I do want to be able to change a tire. I'm we're not saying that. Yeah. I know. I know how to change a tire. I know how to change my own oil, but I just, uh, you know, I don't know how to change a serpentine belt. You know, like it's, there's, there's a certain point where you're just, you're either going to be a mechanic or you're going to be a responsible car driver. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the people who go beyond that point uh, need, need, need to reserve that conversation for people who have also gone past that point. Yes. Also, I think torque is how hard the engine turns the tire. <laughs> uh, torque is how much, oh God, what is it? How much force something needs to raise like one square foot a pound uh, up like it's really stupid um oh no that's horsepower i'm a i'm a fucking idiot because oh. the reason it's called horsepower is because like you would like have a horse and a pulley system and then a a weight of a certain like a certain standard mm-hmm. and one horse would be able to lift this weight up two horses would be able to lift it up faster or some shit like that oh okay um, so it's this like really archaic system. It's kind of like, you know, the U.S. imperial system. We just kind of made it up and stuck with it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but I think torque is the way that you want to go because it's I don't know low like low end power. I'm just embarrassing myself by talking about it. But low gravity uh, <laughs> power. I know a perfect example of like if you want to see the like the difference. You remember my 125 dirt bike? Like that yeah. thing. You couldn't pop a wheelie on that thing if you're like you know, going up a 45 degree angle, like it would just not go no torque, no matter how hard you hit the gas. But do you remember when I got the 250 uh, two stroke yeah. and dad went Superman immediately? Like, oh yeah. There's torque right there. <laughs> the, the 250 had way more torque and it sent that Superman. In. But yeah. the, the other one, you couldn't even pop a wheelie. If you buy a, like an, like a real off-roading Jeep, it'll like say screw horsepower and just go for the torque yeah you know because you want that when you're rock crawling and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know so i think horsepower is just for for show-offs but i mean it's maybe it's better if you're going on like flat tops that's why you know like the shelby gt500 has so much horsepower like i know yeah yeah <laughs> maybe that's yeah. why harleys have horsepower and dirt bikes have more torque you're trying to go up like hills and shit right I've actually written about Harleys. <laughs> um, I don't, they don't mention one of them. Like they yeah. don't care about one of them. And I'm pretty sure they don't mention horsepower with Harleys. Okay. Maybe I'm just full of shit then. Maybe. I don't, maybe I'm full of shit. This is uh, all getting cut out because we're just showing other people. All right. How shit our guys we are. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> but the, the point is like, it goes for sports too. Like it was especially rough when I was bartending. Like just dudes sitting at the bar and uh, they don't, they don't know if you're into the PGA tour or they don't know if you're into the NBA, 
and they'll just start like like regurgitating facts about the sport that they're into. It's like, dude, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, fucking Tiger today, man. You should have seen him at the PGA in Charleston, man. He got a, a you know, that three birdie, that flop, that pot fly, you know. He's gonna get he's gonna get that triple crown, don't you worry about that. And uh, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Yep. Something that I like um are it's Final Fantasy games for the, the PlayStation, but I have to have a cutoff for them. Uh I like Final Fantasy ten and before. I don't like 12 or anything afterwards. And I know it's a lot more intricate and beautiful the farther you get. And they're very popular games now, but I just can't dig them. And I don't like the fighting style. And I, I like the story. I don't even know this. I'm not going to pretend to know the story. I know the story of 12 and maybe 13, but like I didn't care for them. And I just kept on going back to the old ones over and over. So, yeah, but I love, especially. Seven, eight, and nine, and ten. Those, those four for sure. Is that five? No, that's four. Four. <laughs> four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually did the fingers thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love those four a lot, a lot, and I played them multiple, multiple times. I'm pretty sure we've mentioned them in podcast. Nali like tells me I was fighting uh, Tonberry Kings for four hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yep, I love Final Fantasy. Ali, what about you? You like Final Fantasy? Um, I can never get into it. I'm sorry. You have to be sorry. You can not tell ever, us that uh, you don't you don't agree, and that you think we're dumb for it. I don't think you're dumb. I think it's like I think it could be a really cool game, but I just could never uh never get into it. The only one because I didn't have like I didn't grow up with like a PlayStation or anything like that. I had a GameCube, and the Final Fantasy for GameCube was really really freaking lame. Was oh, that Final yeah. Fantasy Tactics? No, I can't remember what it was, but it, it like. It sucked. It sucked. I didn't know they had. I didn't know they had a Final Fantasy for GameCube. Yeah, me neither. It was like because like one thing I did appreciate about Final Fantasy was the graphics of it were really cool and like the art, but like for GameCube it was just super hokey. You know, hmm. Nintendo, Super Nintendo y hokey. So no, I, I just couldn't get into it. Oh yeah, I hear that. And you don't what well, you don't like the fighting style. Of course, it is the type of game you just have to like sit there and like walk fight walk fight and it's like the fights can be like super aggravating sometimes but yeah it does it does take a long long time and you need a lot a lot of time on your hands to play them but luckily i did and i made time for them (laughs) 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 well i personally love the final fantasy games and i'll agree with you david i loved them right up until uh 10 i never played 10 too but i did the only time i've ever like like gone in for a midnight release of a video game it's for Final Fantasy XII and and I did it was like at the GameStop in Shelbyville I still remember that shit and uh, I got it and I went home and I played it and then I beat it in a very short amount of time later which is bad for a Final Fantasy game mm-hmm. um, and I have no idea what the story is like to, like <laughs> I, I played it one time beat it and I I literally have no clue what that storyline is and uh but I remember, like, I, I could I could put on a community playhouse play for Final Fantasy seven through ten, you know? Yeah, yeah. those stories with you, like, and maybe it's because we were younger and like more ready to accept those stories and they were cooler. Um, 
but I really think they were just like far superior. But like even the gameplay itself, like as soon as I got rid of the turn-based system, the turn-based fighting system, I was done. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah, and then like we kind of grew up on that. Maybe like I don't know. I just don't like. I I, I just I it was more like a board game with a turn-based system, and maybe that's why I liked it so much. Um, because like the closer they get it to just a, you know, just another Devil May Cry game is like yeah. I mean, the less they almost, they almost turn them to like a beat 'em up. You know what I mean? The beat 'em up game. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's not that's not what we like them for. They were like. It was like a board game for sure because you know, like you stop your turn and got to do these certain kind of moves, like to beat the guy. But now I'm playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, and um, it's it's pretty much a beat 'em up game. There's like certain things you have to do, like heal your people and attack. <laughs> but it's really just like <laughs> do the whole thing, and it's not it's not like the original ones at all. Yeah, like you're just slashing your way all the way through until you win. They changed the fighting system for the remake completely that sucks dude because i'm actually yeah. playing a playthrough of final fantasy the original right now and just reliving that whole shite and yeah. um, i can't imagine it without the turn-based fighting system yeah yeah no it's completely different but that's yeah I, I knew i knew it would be when i got it so i wasn't that disappointed but yeah just because i knew they already ruined it <laughs> yeah like i'll still i'll still play it if they make it much cheaper and release all the other ones in a package but yeah but no, I'm not paying sixty dollars for a non-turn-based, uh, like pretty version of Final Fantasy VII. Era. Yeah, they do. They do make it really, really beautiful, and that's cool. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not why I fell in love with it in the first place. Yeah, we played it when it was ugly. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was pretty to me. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, sorry that this that we're not including you on this one, Ali, since you never no. played. Yeah, That's my great. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can they can all be winners. But David, how, uh, which Final Fantasy games have you beaten? I've beaten eight, nine, and that's it. I think just eight and nine. I've uh, I went through a whole thing where I decided that I was going to start at one and beat all of them all the way till uh, ten two. Yeah, and I got so I've beaten one and two. I beat. Uh, what's what's the one with the like the the chibi characters the short ones they look like a bunch of kids oh that, that's like final fantasy 3 isn't it or 4 no i think it's 9 it's it's still got the cgi graphics but you're playing as zane i think his name is oh zidane yeah yeah that's 9 yeah 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 i'd be 1 <laughs> 2 9 and 12 that's really? it. i've gotten Soon. to the very end of 7 and 10 <laughs> i'm at the very end of 7 right now um and I got I got Knights of the Round. I'm ready to go. I just need to pull it back up and just just finish it because I've gotten to uh, like one winged angel, I don't know, like a handful of times. And I just never followed through for some reason. Yeah, but it will happen this year. It's going to be a better year for 2020 as soon as I beat this Final Fantasy VII game. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know the lacklusterness of Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, please do because I don't want to lose my money. <laughs> yeah, no, don't buy it. Wait, wait till it's cheaper, like you said, and everything comes together. <sighs> so, Allie, what, what don't you like this week? You know, something I grew up liking that I don't like anymore is um, 
Pancakes. <clears throat> I don't like pancakes. I think they're really, really boring. And I'm going to go as far to say I don't really like syrup. Like, it's okay on a waffle once in a while, but I don't like syrup. And ergo, I don't like pancakes. Because really the only thing good about pancakes is that they're a receptacle for syrup. Yeah. And like for some reason, like maple syrup, like Aunt Jemima's, anything like that. I'm just not, I'm not super into it, man. Not into it. It's sticky and it's like way too sweet for breakfast. Yeah. Not about it. I think, uh, I think I have to agree with you on that. I'm not a big fan of syrup. And I'm not even a big fan of pancakes. I remember the moment I stopped, stopped liking pancakes was, um, I was like, oh, when I was like 10 or 11, like you guys came to visit, uh, you guys as an Allie, Megan, everybody, her, her fam, fam, our fam. And they came to visit El Paso when we went to like, I don't know, Denny's or something or IHopper. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to have pancakes for dinner. <laughs> and I ate them and I got really sick afterwards. <laughs> like I, ever since then, I've never liked pancakes. And like, oh. Yeah. Denise is like a pancake fanatic. <clears throat> and, uh, Oh, dude, I just know how she does it. And she just, like, slathers, slathers it in syrup. And, like, people who, like, are really okay with, like, they're, like, soaking up their syrup with their bacon. Like, that grosses me out. Yeah, 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 no. Oh, dude. <laughs> uh, I think another reason, okay, here's another reason why I hate pancakes. is because, remember that gas station job I had in Tahlequah? Uh, man, and, yeah. like, I was a short-order cook. And I had to make pancakes for people. At a gas station, and uh, I hated it, hated it, hated it. I was so pissed every time I had to make pancakes because I always wanted three really... at a time. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a stack. Of course, you want three. Of course, and I hated it so bad. <laughs> and I just remember going in the back because I was the only—it was a small kitchen. I was the only one to cook, so I go in the back. They're like, hey, "Dave, we've got to order pancakes." So I go like, "All right, cool." And keep my cool in the front. I go in the back. It's like, oh, son of a <laughs> just like getting pancake mix and mixing it up all pissed off and like put it on the grill like all right there you go you really <laughs> went to, you'd, you'd, you'd come home like pissed off about pancakes i hated that job and making pancakes, pancakes so to make though i mean they are but they're not they're messy and I have to clean it up afterwards and everybody always wants 900 of them see and that's the thing i think pancakes from their conception to the actual eating of them. They're just messy. They're just messy, gross, sweet piles. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Not about it. Do you guys like, uh, do you guys like cake? That's no. so funny. That, that is, is so weird funny that you said that. Yeah, it. that is weird. Because be- before you got on the Zoom call, we were talking about uh, cake. Because <laughs> Megan hates cake. And David does what? not like cake. I don't like cake either, yeah. I, I What's wrong love with cake. You love cake? I love cake. I love cake pops. I've never had a cake pop. I've always wanted one. Dude, they're balls. What what time do you have cake? Eight. Eight? (laughs) (laughs) A.M.? What do you you mean? I'm saying, man, like, you love cake at 8 p.m.? Why not make it 8 a.m., man? I love cake. It's a right in the... So what? I love cake at any time. I, I, I worked the night shift for, like, a year and a half, you know? So if we had birthdays or, like... You know, we just had cake. Uh, I'd eat cake at like three o'clock in the morning. You know. Yeah. I'd eat cake at ten p.m. and that'd be my dinner. So I'm a. I like cake. Cake is good. That's not. Well, man, all I'm saying is that pancakes were created 
by early Americans who recognized the fact that we could only have cake at night for dessert. And they're like, no, that's not how we're going to do this country. We need cake for breakfast. So they made pancakes. <laughs> not the yeah. same thing, realizing that now. But it's still, it's still fun. You can have sweets for breakfast. And, uh, and I realized that, I mean, like, I like pancakes by themselves. Uh, well, like more homemade ones, which I've had once, I think. But uh, <laughs> yeah, all the butter and like the blueberry syrup. And the actual blueberries, maybe, and like the, the strawberry stuff. I don't, I don't do whipped cream. That's that's for the birds. But uh, I love me some pancakes, man. I need, I like those. Uh, what do they call them? Silver dollar stacks. I'm all about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. You guys are, you guys are nuts. And as far as like the putting your bacon in uh, maple syrup, you guys are, you guys are against God with that one because that is the that is the promised land. I, oh, that's I swear. I'll even do it with the eggs, my friend. No, no, no. See, that's a different story. Oh, wait, you'll put your eggs in the syrup? Oh, I'll put my <laughs> eggs in my kind of like... I mean, I, I don't do it blatantly. I don't do it blatantly. It's like I'm sitting around at dinner with all my family, and I'm like, oops, I got some syrup on my eggs. And then I'll eat it. <laughs> and I'll love it, you know? What about like... But, yeah. You know, like uh, the eggs and then like syrup running into it? That just seems nasty no i can't do that okay that's a little weird I'll, I'll give you that well okay not like the egg <laughs> juice not the egg juice the cooked part of the egg you get you dip that in syrup maybe a little bacon maybe a little hash brown who knows man it's all an adventure no egg. <laughs> i love it man i it's love sticky me. egg sticky egg eggs are inherently <laughs> sticky ali no 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 with syrup though it's just like like uh, I don't even know, dude. Oh God. Yeah. Nah. I don't. You're I don't not, care about the stickiness. Right. I'll, I'll. I'll eat. I'll eat eggs and maple syrup and pancakes in the bathroom. Now, like, it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> 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 I hear name. that. Well, I will bust open an egg and mix everything in with the yolk of an egg. I love doing that. That's amazing. But it's not sweet. It's an egg. But yeah, the syrup. An egg or bacon and anything. Just syrup. No, I can't have syrup for breakfast. I will say that it makes me pretty tired. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a good way to start the day, having that much sugar, but I still want it sometimes. Yeah. I mean, like like I said, like I said, once in a while I can get I can get crazy with a waffle, but it's so rare and I'm not like I'm not like I'm very conservative with my syrup, I feel like. Yeah, me too. I'll, I'll do French toast every now and then. I, I will. But I'll do like, I'll do French toast and then like just a little bit of syrup and like just to get like the essence of syrup. But no. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man, those uh, French toasts will be looking like little baby continents in my pool of uh, maple <laughs> syrup. I love uh, it. Drench I, have, them. I, have a, I have a funny waffle story while we're on waffles and syrup and stuff. Uh, I want to... <laughs> I went to um, breakfast with my Denise and her niece and her boyfriend and uh, he got a waffle and he didn't eat it. And the waitress came around and she was like, are you going to finish that waffle? Which would be fine, except her entire finger was in the waffle. While no she said joke. it? Yeah. She's like, are you like, I, I'm trying to be like explain this visually but like her finger was in one of like the little waffle inventions and her nail was sticking over the top of it and she's like are you gonna finish that <laughs> I literally 
yeah. all my shit together. So I was like, <laughs> Not now. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> your finger's in that waffle. <laughs> you can keep it. <laughs> That's definitely your waffle. <laughs> I mean, it, it was so funny. She just like stuck it right in the middle of it. Why? <laughs> That's wild. She probably just wanted to, to eat that waffle. She knew that would gross you out. And in the back, she was just like, harp, harp, harp. It was, it was a very, very strange situation. <laughs> That's gross. I would not eat that waffle. No, no. That's weird. Yeah. No, no. Fingernails, like, I'll pull hairs out of uh, food. I'm not a big baby about that, but my fingernails, anything about them. I think it, cause just, it was so, like, hair, you know, you're like, I don't really know where this came from. But, like, watching her, like put her finger directly into the waffle was like kind of disconcerting. You know, I was just like, I don't know how to feel about the situation. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know, I think I'm going to tell someone else that story. So just so I can say the beginning is like, my niece was hanging out with Denise and her niece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But then I wouldn't, I wouldn't even tell the story after I was like, ah, never mind. I forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, each episode, we don't like to be negative Nancys, so we come up with a few small things that we all enjoy. <laughs> Is that how you do it? <laughs> <laughs> you just do it however you feel it, man. I guess I felt people. really lame. Yeah. <laughs> You have to ask one of us what we, what's something small that we like. Yo, Ali, what's something small you like? Something small I like um, are uh, Converse shoes. Converse shoes? But yeah, Converse, man, they're so versatile and they're just everyday shoes and everyday wear. So I feel like Converse pretty much look good all the time. Yeah. With almost any outfit. Yeah, any outfit. Uh, any foot for the most part. Yeah. One time I wore a pair of uh, high top Converse with a, a suit, and I thought I was going to uh, die in self admiration. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't owned a pair of Converse in a while, actually. I, I stopped buying Converse and I started buying Adidas and then never went back. I feel yeah. that. I, oh. oh, I was just going to say, like, I've been planning on buying a, a nice pair of all white uh, high tops again. But okay. I just haven't gotten around to it. I always keep a pair on tap, you know. They're, just it's a good staple to have in your closet. Yeah. What's your color of choice? Um, <clears throat> I've rocked many over the years. My very first pair of Converse were um, black with flames. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went to just like plain black. And then uh, I did like those maroon colored ones for a while. And I really, I really like those. Um, cool. I had a pair of those gray ones. I like those a lot. And then I had a pair of like Kelly green, but uh, I'm just back to normal black right now. Like the black with white trim? No, just all black. See, I never liked those. I always felt like they uh, kind of, they, when I wore them, it felt like non-slip shoes to me. Oh, uh, I could see that. I don't know. I don't know. But I respect it. Every, that's the cool thing about Converse is that there are so many colors and so many different styles that it's that your personality chooses the Converse for you. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I like that too. I like. Uh, I always go high top reds. Yeah, you do. I, yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I had a pair of those in um, 
high school and I really loved them. Mm-hmm. I think I had a pair of high top reds as well. But I, I, I alternate between those and like uh, just like plain vans. I got um, I got red Adidas. I got blue Adidas. I used to have a pair of gray Adidas that John gave me. I think that's it. Nice. I don't have many shoes. I don't either. <laughs> um, I, I've pretty much switched to boots, and like I'll have one pair of uh, sneakers or tennis shoes that I'll wear if my feet go hot during the summer. Other than that, it's just like combat boots. Uh, yeah, my everyday, obviously, since I work in the jail, is uh, like tactical boots, but not your, so, not your first choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, like me, except you're not a poser. <laughs> Wait, I pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, you've been doing that, that shit. You've been doing that yeah, shit for way too long to be a poser. <laughs> <laughs> that impo- that imposter syndrome will stick with you, though. Dude, I just read about that, and uh, holy cannoli. Yeah, no shit, dude. Uh, I, I really, really relate to that, like, I every day. Think, I, I didn't think I did, but I read it, and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is me. I, I get myself now. Yeah, I mean, totally. I was just like, huh. <laughs> uh, one thing that I like that I don't want to talk a lot about is uh kayaking kayaking is really really fun and like i don't i don't go on white water rafting or anything uh to kayak but um i do go on like the lake here in seattle that's where i've gone kayaking the most i've also gone on the creek in uh or the the illinois river in oklahoma super fun Mm -hmm. and then in red river gorge in kentucky i've gone kayaking there as well it's always super super calm and like just for some reason it's fun to be on water and just float around and kayak over there. It's like, Ooh, what's this rock? And then like you chill for a while and you go ahead and go to the next spot. Really relaxing and like, and it's still like good and healthy for you. Kayaking is actually pretty high on my list of things I want to do now that I'm in North Carolina. Oh really? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Uh, how valid is the fear of flipping over? Uh, it depends on how much you've had to drink. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this next question: How do I fix it? Oh, you just slip out of it as fast as possible, unless you're like a professional. Because I've tried to—I've flipped myself before to see if I could do it, and it takes like it will throw your back out, and it takes like all the strength you have just to like, and you like just thrust as hard as you can, and if you don't get it, you'll just be upside down for like minutes and minutes. So. I suggest just slipping out of it as fast as possible. Yeah, with a busted back. Because I've seen videos of uh, people doing that, and it seems pretty gnarly. It's gnarly, man. But well, yeah. yeah. But, it, but for if, you. you're, if you're not drinking around whitewater rafting, the rivers or whitewater ravings, then you won't flip. It's really easy not to flip over. Okay. Well, I don't plan on getting too blasted while I'm on the kayaks. So yeah, that works. it's a bad idea. You ever kayak, Ali? I've never, I've never actually been kayaking. I've been canoeing and rafting, but I've never, never been in a kayak. Same. It's fun. Never done it. Yeah, it's not much, it's not much to do. But let's, uh, when you come and visit me here, David, let's do that. Okay, I'm totally down. I'm gonna come visit too. I've never been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come when I come. Yeah, let's all, oh, let's all take a multi-mile kayaking trip. That'd be so yeah. fun. You know, I've actually gone several miles. Um, maybe not several. Three and a half, four maybe. 
uh, here in Seattle, and it's 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 really fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, my fiance Jess asked me what I wanted to do for my uh, bachelor party, and I don't have a whole bunch of friends, just like a core group of people, and they all live in different states. So I'm just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have like a multi day float trip, and whoever wants to come is invited. So let's do that. Okay, I'm totally down. Hell yeah, it's a date. <laughs> well, my small thing this week is a nice pin. You know, when you have like a, a pin that just like sits well in your hand and it glides over the paper just so, and it feels good right in it, and it kind of feels like an extension of your hand. Um, it's, uh, I love it a lot. Right now, my favorite pin is uh, the Micron, uh, specifically the 0.5 tip. It's like just fine enough that it, you know, because I write pretty small. It's just fine enough that you can fit as much as you can on the tiny piece of paper, but um, big enough that you can read it afterward. So I love a good pen. Nice, nice. I feel like I would appreciate a good pen more if I like my handwriting more. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to look at my handwriting, so I don't think I like, I don't really, you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, totally I, I write like a second grader. I know David writes like a, like a, a challenged donkey, but I've never seen, <laughs> never seen your handwriting alley. It's not, it's not cute. Yeah, I've seen Alex's <laughs> handwriting. It's, it's hard to read. Yeah. yeah I, it's I've, very, very small and like, like, I don't know. It's just, it's ugly. <laughs> yeah. I think my cursive uh, is really nice. Though. Huh? I don't know how to, I know how to write in cursive. Really? Nope. You don't know how to write in cursive. I, le- I learned how to, and I did up until the age of, I don't know, like two or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very young. And uh, then I just never had to use it again. Learn how to do my name in cursive, and it's illegible. And then I uh, never used it again. That's crazy. I remember yeah. I got good at writing cursive because uh, I didn't want to fall asleep in my college courses. So well, a way to like make me not fall asleep is I start writing in cursive all my notes. And uh, that actually kept me awake. And then I got really good at cursive. That's really cool, actually. That's yeah, cool. my my, pr- my print looks uh, pretty cool. I, I like the way I like my yeah. handwriting. You have really cool handwriting. I agree. You do. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. When I was very young, I put way too much thought into it, but I did not put the same amount of thought into cursive writing. Oh, okay. I, I think I think I could fight my way through it, but um, it would look like I was uh, a kidnapping victim if I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, right? <laughs> well, as always, uh, thank you, David, for this week's theme music. I'm sure our listeners love it. Uh, no problem. My pleasure, everybody. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I thought about this last time. I was like, I want to, let's thank John for putting all these podcasts together and going through like the small agonizing part of putting, like editing everything and putting it all together every single time. So thank you for that. And, and giving us uh kick-ass titles. Cause someone, someone's talking about our podcast the other day and uh, they're laughing at the titles. So you did a really good job doing that. Cool. Yeah, nice. yeah. Thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. As you heard from the beginning, we did get we did receive three emails to our uh, our new segment of hearing you out. Um, and as much as I appreciate it, 
They were all from my mother. And I would like to, we would like to hear from some of our other listeners. Um, like I said, you can say anything. It could be a criticism. It can be something you want to hear us talk about. And you could say, hey, John, you use alliteration really well. Or, Allie, I'm sick of hearing your voice. Just hit us up. Hit us up at uh, hearusoutpodcast at gmail.com. That being said, Brandy, and I will bleep this out. I'm going to find a, like, a little bleep song to like, get rid of her name. Okay. Uh, that being said, Brandy, keep sending them in. Yeah, I was about to say that too. He's like, man, and Brandy, all, all the way. <laughs> Take, yeah. give, give us more. Give us more. <laughs> yes. she, you, she, she, you, you made us feel important, and we yeah. do appreciate it. Uh, David, if she keeps sending them in, would you be willing to write like a like a thirty second, like not even thirty second, fifteen second theme song for Brandy's own segment? Of course, if she like, if we get an email every every podcast, I'll definitely give her own theme music. Yeah, and I'll Either send it to her. Get- I'll send it to her for her approval. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if she doesn't send one in, we'll still play the theme music and just say we didn't get one for her. Yeah, yeah. Sounds it. good. Sounds good. <laughs> she'll love that. Oh. Now, it's, now it's time for Brandy's, <laughs> Brandy's <laughs> section or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of how like I wanted to sound, and I couldn't decide between like metal as fuck or um like <laughs> really somber like soundscapes of the forest or something like that yeah yeah i don't know i have to i have to feel what i feel about brandy and then i'll, I'll make the song yeah search within and then let it let it express yes that's how we do it love it love it love you <laughs> mom <laughs> all right guys this was episode seven of pierce out i'm your host david i'm alfie i'm john paul Thanks for listening in. See you guys next time. Wow. <laughs> How many times can I mess that up? Here's <laughs> up. <laughs> 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 That'll be good. <laughs> 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 Here's up.